Take two. It is the O Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, CW. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast on any and all platforms. Today, we're talking about creativity in wrestling. Uh, Full disclosure, I started recording this. I got maybe eight minutes in and realized that nothing was recording. So here we are again, trying this one more time. Just one more time. Now, wrestling is, by nature, a creative endeavor. It is a combat play that these professional athletes put on for all of us to watch. It is a, uh, you know, a Broadway play with with punches and kicks and suplexes and whatnot. And it's great. It's a it's a fun time. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's the reason that this podcast exists. Again, it's called the O comma wrestling as in like, oh, wrestling. You're so goofy. Uh, but it, yeah, it's a, it's in cre- it's a creative endeavor. You go in there and you have to improvise a match for the most part. Uh, you know, the the endings are scripted, but the bumps are real. That's what people say. Wrestling's not fake. It is scripted. Uh, but the wrestlers have to call audibles all the time. If someone gets hurt, things have to adjust. Um, a perfect example is WrestleMania, where The Miz and Shane McMahon, for some odd reason, uh, and Snoop Dogg had a weird segment where Shane inexplicably blew out his quads like only a McMahon can. Uh, on you know national television and then Snoop and Miz had to I think bump up their segment where I think Snoop was really comfortable slapping the Miz so it looked like they had practiced something like that prior so I think he was going to do it anyway but they had to move everything along a little faster because again Shane his legs exploded out from underneath him because he's too old to be doing this and he's not a professional wrestler (laughs) stop doing that Shane Um, anyway the the poise that everyone in the ring had from the, the the referees kind of quietly conducting what was happening to the Miz selling like a madman to Snoop Dogg being able to, you know, pivot so quick. I mean, Snoop Dogg is a decades long performer. He's he hasn't done this sort of thing, but he's had to adjust his sets and his concerts and whatnot. He's had to, you know run for his life he's had to do a lot of things i'm sure he's comfortable saying yeah i'll punch him quick he i i think he improvised a lot of the dialogue he was saying i mean he didn't say anything crazy but he did uh sell it you know and that takes creativity that takes a sharp mind that takes a mind for the business and let's be perfectly clear snoop dogg is a professional wrestler he gets paid to well not take bumps but he does throw punches and now he's done a people's elbow, if you want to call it that. And he's done top rope moves. I mean, he's a professional wrestler. Now, is he a good professional wrestler? No, but he got paid to do it. So that's what he is. Uh, add it to his resume, y'all. Uh, but every that whole segment was such a beautiful um, example of how creativity is used in professional wrestling because it could have gone way worse. And I'm factoring in the fact that Shane McMahon's quads uh, left his body and soul. It could have it, it could have just stopped immediately, but everyone's reaction time was so quick and and you know the improv was great. It made it odd, an oddly better segment. Uh, so kudos to everyone involved, especially the Miz. I don't think the Miz gets enough flowers for being such a great vet and understanding his 
his uh, his position and his ability to put other people over. I mean, there really is no one better than it than the Miz. Uh, so kudos to him. Uh, but the reason that this topic popped into my head for this episode is this past Raw, there were a lot of travel issues, meaning a lot of the performers weren't able to make it to the arena on time or even at all. I think some people made it at the end of the show, some made it in the middle, but there was a very limited amount of performers in the arena when the show kicked off. Now, it's live TV. You can't call it. You can't say, well, we can't do it because Matt Riddle and Sami Zayn haven't made it yet. It's like we got to put on a show. So whoever's here, you're going out and you're going to do something. Um, But one thing that came out of that sort of scramble to make sure the show gets put on properly was matches were longer. People were given more time to tell a better story in the ring, and it made it a better show, a vastly better show than the week prior. Uh, And it all kicked off with Rey Mysterio versus Finn Balor. Finn Balor, a man whose head is stapled. He has staples in his head, 14 big-ass staples in the top of his head, went out there and killed it with Rey Mysterio. They put on a fantastic match that spanned like three commercial breaks. It was the better part of maybe 15 to 20 minutes I was watching it with my daughter, and it was way past her bedtime when I looked up at the clock and went, man, they're still wrestling? Uh, Finn ultimately won uh, with the help of Dominic, but they improvised. You know, I'm sure they were only supposed to go maybe one commercial break, 10 minutes tops, and then kind of move along to something else, but they had to fill time in a three-hour show. People weren't backstage, so they went long. And, of course, Ray is a legend. Finn is a legend in, in himself. Of course, they're going to put on a great match together. And they did. And Ray protected Finn's head, didn't smack him in the top of the head. Uh, I didn't see him take any weird bumps. Um, and he came out on top, uh, Finn. And of course, Ray is going to protect him as well. Uh, so that was a great match. The Usos and Alpha Academy put on a banger uh, with Alpha Academy looking really strong as a tag team. Uh and putting on just a fantastic match with with the Usos and highlighting the fact that Alpha Academy should be in the conversation for the tag team titles at some point. I think the the gimmick alone of Otis not being able to put the tag title around his waist because it's so wide would be comedy gold every single time. Uh, I'm not saying that Sammy and KO need to lose the titles anytime soon, but... Alpha Academy definitely put their stamp on the we should be in the conversation, uh, especially after they kind of ditched the Street Profits uh, by cashing in their their title, um, their title match on that terrible Raw a couple we- uh, a week ago. Uh, so, yeah, we need more strong tag teams. And Gable and Otis have been consistent for years, but they got the time to put on a great match, as did Bobby and Bronson Reed. Um, a match that you would expect to go really short, you know, but they had to fill time. Like I said, they had to get creative and the ending of them getting counted out and kind of keeping the brawl going. I read on I think cage side seats was a fantastic way to tell a story for these two beefy meaty men smacking meat. If a, if a ring can't contain them, if they get to backlash and they're going to have a match, is it a false count anywhere? Is it a, cage match is it a hell in a cell is it something that adheres to their inability to stay in the ring i mean that's great storytelling if you make it that far um 
So the Raw was decent. And the last match, KO versus Solo, was a great uh, example of them, you know, working with what they had. Sam, uh, KO had no Sammy to back him up. And the Usos were there to back up their little brother, Solo. So he cut a promo saying, I'm going to fight no matter how much backup I have or how much backup I don't. And Matt Riddle and Sami Zayn made it to the arena at the end to kind of not save the segment, but definitely, you know, complete that promo loop. He didn't have backup. They come sprinting in to help him uh, clear the numbers game. And then they did. So Matt Riddle getting a huge push all of a sudden. Now he's with Sammy and KO. Not, you know, completely, but he's definitely uh, chimed in. Now he wants to get his revenge on the bloodline as well. So who knows? Maybe backlash. There'll be a, a solo and the Usos versus KO, Sammy and Matt Riddle. Could happen. I'd watch that. Matt Riddle's a, a great wrestler too. I mean, it's good to see him back. Uh, but again, just to close the loop on this entire episode it takes a lot of creativity to put on a wrestling show from the writers to the production staff to the bookers to of course ultimately the professional wrestlers go out there and put their bodies on the line all the time that's why i love watching it because you never know what's going to happen and when something good happens you usually can give flowers to the uh to the crew anyway we made it to the end this time with an actual recording thank you for listening Make sure to tell a friend about the show, subscribe, hit the bell, and don't you ever forget. I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.